Good morning, Oregon. It's Thursday, December 2nd. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source Health Plans, for supporting the show. Peter DeFazio, Oregon's longest-serving member of Congress, won't run for re-election in 2022. The Springfield Democrat has been in Congress for 36 years. The 74-year-old DeFazio is one of Oregon's most powerful congresspeople. He chairs the House Transportation and Infrastructure Committee. He leaves as Congress finally passed a transportation package, something he'd pushed lawmakers to address in a bipartisan manner for decades. DeFazio also leaves as Democrats' control in the House chamber is considered in serious jeopardy next year. In a statement, DeFazio said he wanted to focus on his health and well-being as he looked toward retirement, calling it a, quote, tough decision when the, quote, very pillars of democracy are constantly under threat. DeFazio was a reliable progressive whose district included large swaths of timber country. He was known for his bluntness, occasional temper, love of craft beer, and commitment to transportation issues. He finally took the gavel and assumed the chair of the committee when the Democrats won back the House of Representatives in 2018, a committee he'd served on for three decades. Because of redistricting, his House seat, which had been narrowly in favor of Republicans in terms of voter registration, is now strongly on the Democratic side. Val Hoyle, Oregon's labor commissioner and a former state lawmaker, announced Wednesday she would run as a Democrat to succeed DeFazio. Alex Scarlatos, the Roseburg Republican who challenged DeFazio in 2020, is a potential candidate in 2022 as well. Did you get your COVID booster shot? If not, health officials say you may have to wait a bit, depending on where you live. Days after portraying booster shots as readily available at large sites across the state, Oregon Health Authority officials now acknowledge there aren't enough shots to go around. So far, more than 670,000, or about 25% of fully vaccinated Oregonians, have received booster shots or third doses. Booster shots have been available for some Oregonians since September, but that pool was recently expanded to include most adults were fully vaccinated and received the shot months ago. For the first time now, booster shot seekers are outnumbering those who are seeking a first shot by a factor of more than four to one. Health officials said the shot shortage can be attributed to a variety of factors, including a lack of medical personnel, the still high number of hospitalized patients with COVID-19, and the uneven demand that has seen urban areas feeling the pinch, while rural areas have numerous shots available. Oregon State Agency tasked with certifying police officers defers too much to police agencies to hold officers accountable for excessive force and misconduct. That's according to an audit released by the Oregon Secretary of State's office on Wednesday. The findings are similar to a 2017 investigation from the Oregonian and Oregon Live that found state regulators didn't take action to discipline dozens of officers that were fired for shoddy police work or other misconduct. Auditors said the Department of public safety standards and training still isn't doing enough. The agency is responsible for regulating public safety staffers in cities, county, state, and tribal settings across Oregon. Auditors said state administrative rules are too narrow and hinder the agency's ability to revoke an officer's certification, their meal ticket to getting other jobs if they're fired or disciplined for misconduct at one agency. For example, the audit noted that only one officer's actions may have met the standard for a certification 
certification review among 57 Portland Police Bureau officer-involved shootings and incidents of in-custody deaths from 2004 to 2018. Auditors said the agency needs more employees so it can conduct its own investigations into misconduct or firings. The agency's director agreed, saying the DPSST will request more staff and resources next year. The Portland Trailblazers will be without superstar Damian Lillard for at least 10 days due to lower abdominal tendinopathy, a lingering issue the guard said he's dealt with for years. Forward Nasir Little will also be out at least a week after spraining his ankle against the Utah Jazz. Little has come on strong this season after getting more playing time under new coach Chauncey Billups. Lillard will be reevaluated in 10 days and Little will be reexamined in a week. The team hasn't provided any update on guard Norman Powell, who has missed the most recent two games because of a thigh contusion. The Blazers play three of their next four games at home, where they are 10 and 1 on the season. The lone road game is against the Golden State Warriors, which are tied for the league's best record at 18 and 3. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.